I'm Margaret Feinberg, and this is The Joycast. A few weeks ago, I collapsed from physical and emotional exhaustion. In the wake of a global pandemic and economic recession, my life veered off-road, and I wandered into uncharted territory. My husband Leif was thrust into 70-hour work weeks pastoring our congregation. Six months of my speaking events were postponed or canceled. People we loved fell ill and some even died. An eight-hour workday now felt like 14 and quarantine left me feeling severed from society. I'd pushed and pivoted until fatigue screamed, enough. I remember I ran and I took a little cat nap and I ended up sleeping for about two and a half days. Maybe you're feeling weary and longing for rest too. What once felt like a sprint now seems like an ultra marathon. The unending uncertainty continues to take a toll on your friendships, your mental health, your marriage, your confused kiddos. Perhaps the virus scorched your wedding plans, graduation party, job promotion, income, or your dreams for 2020. Maybe you're among the immunocompromised. Taking a simple step through your front door is now an activity fraught with fear and hesitance. Lifelong friends now look like threats that you are forced to avoid despite longing for their touch and hug. Each new governmental strategy to safely re-engage in life forces you to take carefully calculated risks, adding exhaustion to exhaustion. The principles that God offers us for flourishing in the midst of terrible oppression and difficulty are thankfully still alive and well, and they will always be. Even when the threat of the virus has disappeared, devastating side effects from the pandemic may linger or new challenges will creep in. Either way, if there's one principle that I've learned in more than two decades of ministry, it's this. Whenever we encounter adversity, the adversary comes out to play. And if we're honest, we're all facing physical and emotional challenges during this time. But I think we're naive to overlook the accompanying spiritual challenges. The adversary of God, known as the evil one, the devil, Hasatan in Hebrew, this malicious entity appears in the book of Job, asking God if he can test a faithful man through suffering, loss, and pain. All four Gospels recount stories of spiritual attack. Jesus faces off against God's adversary in the wilderness and wins, and on the cross, he defeats the destruction monger. And even though the war has been won, the battle continues until Jesus' return. Cartoons often depict the devil with horns and flame-red pitchforks. But Jesus describes the father of lies in John 8:44 as a swindler an assassin, and an arsonist, whose schemes to burn everything to the ground are alive and well. One of the adversary's chief aims is to distort the truth of who God is and who you're called to be. He hopes to derail your relationship with God and render you unfruitful. You see, the adversary represents everything that's against Christ and the kingdom of God. Jesus came to deliver abundant life, more and better life than you've ever dreamed, according to John 10.10. God's blueprint for your life abounds in peace and patience, goodness and gentleness, joy and hope. God adorns you with grace, 
guards you through self-control and surrounds you with boundless reservoirs of divine affection. In this spiritual battle with the accuser, God counters by sending the advocate, the Holy Spirit who empowers us to overcome the enemy's lies and walk in God's provision and power. Even during a global pandemic, even in seasons of uncertainty, even in times of suffering. You see, penned from a prison cell, Paul's letter to the Ephesian church reorients our thinking. Our battle has never been against flesh and blood, he says, but against darkness and evil in all its forms. Ephesians unveils the depth of our spiritual blessings and illuminates God's marvelous plan to make us alive through Christ. And so I'm inviting you to spend four weeks diving in to the book of Ephesians. I've just released a very short, limited print run of a Bible study called Six Feet Back, Satan, four weeks in the book of Ephesians. And this study is designed to empower you to overcome the wily ways of the enemy. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, you'll be attuned and equipped so that every time the accuser draws near, you'll declare, six feet back, Satan, and send him back where he belongs. Would you join me for the study? It'll be kicking off July 20th at noon on Instagram and Facebook Live. You can grab a copy of the book at margaretfeinbergstore.com. As we spend the next few weeks diving in and exploring the power of God, Because friends, if there is any way to make Satan small in our life, the answer is to make God really, really big. So I hope you'll join me, and I can't wait to see you online.